What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 38 of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about everything that happened with the Indian markets and that's the aim of hopefully that that's what it'll come to. Uh in this episode, we are going to talk about how Nifty moved, how Bank Nifty moved, how some of the underlying stocks moved, and of course, the IRCTC IPO in the Q&A segment. And uh, this podcast is mainly, rather this podcast series is mainly related to actually analyzing the markets. But if you actually want to learn how to analyze the markets, do check out my Instagram page and uh it's at indian markets with kr and now that the shameless plug is over let us get on with this episode starting off with nifty's intraday chart we saw some very strong built up almost from yesterday's uh yesterday's low it was a consistent climb and then it sort of retraced back uh 8ma support 20ma support standard supports were still valid today but I feel the broader trend that we're seeing is more visible or rather almost apparent if we actually look at the pure price chart because, uh, you know, the moving averages, the the pivot points, all of those things are almost cluttering uh, our view here. So when I actually do remove that and uh, this time I have actually done most of my analysis, this is not live and uh, depending on what your view on live analysis is it might be a good thing or a bad thing but uh, this is basically me being better prepared so when i've actually drawn a trend line starting from 9th october's uh, low connecting the subsequent lows uh, well connecting today's low basically not today's low today's close then we can see that it connects with a few lows it also uh, shows us a very clean movement up yesterday also and if this trend is trend line is to be respected uh, we should a obviously see the index going up uh, b uh, you know we might see some deviations because that's normal but uh, in general you know we might see the range being between 11320 and uh, 11460 or so this is based on the trend line again and uh, if this is if the trend is to continue now realistically i feel that we could expect um, nifty to go up to 11465 in the super near term so i'm talking about quite possibly before this weekly expiry or by this week uh, purely because that's what the trend is showing me and it's almost reversed now it's rather it's completely reversed taking support from uh, one of the previous price levels and also taking support from that 61.8% level and this is on the retracement of 20th September so this is on that trend so from 20th September it retraced back and now it's sort of climbing up and uh, when all of this generally happens you know the very first uh, sort of the minimum thing that we should expect is at least 100% fib or rather complete uh, you know recovery and that's going to be at around 11,670 so that's going to be my sort of uh, broader term uh, target and again you know as someone who is talking about trading broader longer term all of those are not one two years 
they can mean of like any anywhere between a few weeks to possibly one month or two months so i do not mean one two years i just mean quite possibly a few weeks or uh, just you know a month or two so i am definitely expecting or even a, a few days that, that that is also entirely possible so i'm completely expecting nifty to go up to that level uh, in the coming days com- purely because it's taken that support and now it's it is showing that uptrend in general so and you know intraday plus minus differences will always happen so for example today's day started off very very strong and then it sort of fizzled uh, out towards the end of the day and where it actually peaked at that uh, at that you know just above r1 right after 11400 so possibly that 11400 seemed a bit too overvalued now the interesting uh, interesting thing is that that level is just a few points away or rather 10 points away from the trend line on the top so if we connect uh, if we connect 7th october's high to the subsequent highs that we are seeing the subsequent uh, subsequent swing highs we actually get that trend line and it's almost in line it's almost moving in line with that now uh realistically speaking i doubt we'll see the trend line being followed completely because that would mean that we see every single day as a positive day and quite frankly that's just generally not what happens so broadly speaking you know i am expecting a few differences but overall my view now has changed from uh indecisive to bullish because it's you know it's gone above that uh level it's also above the 20th september high now i believe so it looks good looks promising for now and definitely it did close above 11300 despite the low being 11290 so we're definitely seeing that 11300 level being tested but now instead of the lower levels being tested we're seeing the higher levels being tested so that is also going to be a positive thing of course and uh, this was the intraday chart now if we actually look at the daily chart uh and it's loading don't worry i've done the analysis it's loading but that will not affect me even if it stops loading i'll, I'll still be able to say whatever i need to say and uh, you know it's a doji so uh, doji's generally indicate indecisiveness and today from the intraday pattern actually when we actually think about how the index moved intraday you know it went up and then it sort of went down and then it uh, took a bit of support so basically what what i read from this is that you know there was definitely some you know a very strong positive sentiment in the market but then it was sort of it sort of died down maybe hey is is 11400 too overvalued perhaps so from there it did went back down tested 11300 also and now that it's up so doji this time you know generally i feel that you can somewhat make or make out whether it's going to be a reversal or not whether it's going to be you know a recovery doji or not like you know whether it's going to go up or down but this time the thing is that you know it went up it went down and now it's closed in neutral ground pretty much but uh, so you know it it does appear quite indecisive but you know positively indecisive because it did close above that 11300 mark well above that 11300 mark and we are seeing higher highs and higher lows now so that is again a very positive thing because that shows that it is recovering it is going in an uptrend according to that dow theory and now it's of of course above that 200 ma also so 
free ride up until the resistances start hitting it very first one being uh, the first major one being at 11500 according to this but uh, you know the fib levels the f- 11450 11465 all those levels are also going to be very important and on the downside if we do expect uh, you know a negative day or a negative few days we should obviously we'll see that 11300 level being respected hopefully uh, a fair bit if it breaches that then we've got a few other supports you know 11271 the very first one which is 38.2% fib on a broader uh, retracement or rather yeah on a broader retracement so that level still holds true the one after that is going to be 11182 according to the 20th september retracement and 11150 is also a support level so pretty much the support levels that i talked about yesterday are going to hold true because you know it's still going to be a support level it, it does not cease to be a support level so those those levels are still valid today now uh considering the the overall trend you know even if we do see a few negative days or a negative candle it's it's not the end of the world i feel because in general it's positive and you know most of the companies most of the underlying companies also in nifty were uh, you know doing quite well today so shouldn't be an issue in my opinion and uh, yeah that's pretty much it as far as nifty is concerned now we can move to bank nifty now bank nifty of course is going to be very similar to nifty i mentioned that yesterday also but uh, there were some very sort of peculiar differences i feel that uh, in bank nifty the pivot point was extremely important in bank nifty the r1 level was very important and you know the 200 ma line also very important so it almost seemed as if bank nifty respected the technical indicators a lot more than nifty whereas nifty just sort of went by bank nifty is what i'm reading because those the indicators that nifty followed were not as strong as bank nifty's so just a random observation that i had and uh, of course pivot point great uh 28,127 was the level from there it sort of bounced back up twice not just once twice or rather three times that's crazy and uh, it also bounced back up from yesterday's uh, open so that's all that was also a very strong support level for uh, bank nifty and uh, the resistance level intraday was the very first one being day before yesterday's um, one of the day before yesterday's highs so around 28400 or so also a psychological level so that's probably why it also slowed down there the next one being r1 at 28518 and uh, the high was actually 28,553 so it actually went up by a bit and then it realized that hey oh r1 level i must respect that and then sort of went down uh, from there taking support at 200 ma and uh, the pivot point which sort of coincided so great support uh, which which helped actually uh, bank nifty close above 28,100 or rather even 28,000 because the low was quite low 28,043 so it was alarmingly close to 28,000 as a price level so that's pretty much what we saw I mean uh, intraday very similar to nifty but obviously the moves are going to be much bigger but uh, it was almost as if they were much more decisive and much more cleaner as compared to nifty because generally this 
this isn't the case it's basically the opposite thing that happens nifty is far more decisive and bank nifty just goes haywire it's like a drunk guy driving a car so this time it, it seems bank nifty was the sober one so look it looks like bank nifty has been visiting alcoholics anonymous meetings uh but anyway <laughs> jokes apart uh on the daily chart bank nifty is still under that 28231 fib level 61.8% and it's almost as if it is uh, you know consolidating at that level now i have a question for you guys and if you know the know the answer properly that's great it's it's uh, you know pleasure to know but if you don't then uh, it'll be a very interesting thing for you to understand and uh, the question i have is that you know we've been seeing three red candles in a row but you know we've been seeing all three almost positive days so what what do you think is the reason behind that you know why on one hand we're saying that it's a red candle on the other hand we're saying that it was a plus day so it can't be both right or can it so if you know the answer hit me up any platform that's fine even if you aren't on instagram you can send me a postcard for all i care just hit me up and i'm curious to see uh, a how many people hit me up because even if you know the answer you probably won't very bad and b if you actually know the answer if you do that's great if you don't i will reveal it in uh, i'll do something sneaky i'll only reveal it on my instagram because uh, your boy needs some followers over there so that's what i'm going to do and uh, life is cruel that's how it is so in general though bank nifty it's consolidating at that level so that makes me feel that it's probably going to break out or that's it's probably going to give us some big moves and uh, since that uh, 61.8% level is not being breached i feel that you know it might just show that there is some very strong resistance there and there is it's also two almost three change in polarities so if it's able to breach that level then it's great but if not then we might possibly see the 100% level i don't know why it shows 100% for me but we we might see sub 28000 levels being tested possibly 27 half levels 27500 levels and uh, i know this is sort of contradicting to what i said yesterday i said that my view bank nifty 30000 justified more than ever but uh, i'm talking about the short term move so it might just you know you know do one sort of uh, spike down and then it might recover because you know that resistance is awfully strong so that 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 is literally the only thing that's making me wonder and the support at 28500 600 is very strong also so those are some important levels in my opinion of bank nifty and uh, bank nifty you know there are a few very important stocks that you need to keep in mind how uh, where are my notes how hdfc moves how kotak bank moves how rbl bank moves how sbi moves you know some key players some major banks and uh, you basically look at how they are doing if they are doing great then bank nifty is likely to do great too if they aren't doing great then if you have long positions please exit basically so that's my view on bank nifty again nifty bank nifty general view uh quite positive short term view can change now tomorrow nifty might just show us a sort of a hiccup like oh you know 20 point negative or oh 80 point negative something like that 2080 is a big difference but i'm just saying you know we might see a negative move but uh, 
would not really surprise me or would not really alarm me because it's fine you know such moves are happening uh, bull markets climb the wall of worry so it's totally normal to see all of this happening and what what most concerns me is bank nifty's resistance at 28231 so i really 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 do hope that that is breached and uh, today there is another stock which actually breached its long 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 term resistance and we'll come to that stock in the days gainers uh, if you if you see my face right now i'm overjoyed uh, because that stock is my favorite and if you haven't guessed it by now you really need to start watching more of these podcasts man but uh, anyway now we will actually the next segment is about that stock so crazy coincidence so yeah you're going to listen you're going to talk you, you are going to listen to me talk about that stock in literally 5 seconds so let us get to it shall we i'm recording this after the entire thing has been done because i just remembered that i i didn't talk about yes bank because it's so damn important to talk about yes bank it did end up closing above 40 rupees so that's great it it's almost above 40 rupees i'm just loading the candle so i can show you guys better it's a doji so uh it seems that things are not too bad for yes bank after all and yeah that that's literally all i wanted to say what up and this is going to be the gainers and losers and as i had mentioned in the previous segment and if you aren't listening uh, to these podcasts as segments then this weird weird transition might sound well weird to you but uh, i i just do not have the gear and equipment and time and resources to actually make it a smooth one so that's how life is again life lessons with kr it seems this one is but anyway we're going to move on to nifty 50s gainers and the very first gainer being tata motors holy shit i'm ecstatic 5.4% up 127.85 and the most interesting thing of tata motors this time is and i'm waiting for the chart to load and i hope you look at the charts yourself is that it's finally breached that uh 50 ma resistance this time it's taken support from that 50 ma resistance you know i'm so so damn happy i can't even speak but uh, it's it's it opened above that 50 uh, above that 50 ma resistance it closed above that 50 ma resistance and right now i'm moving my hands like a retard but that's just how happy i am for tata motors it's well above the uh short short small narrow retracement that we did but you know i i cannot uh, let my love for tata motors make this an unbiased episode and for that i will mention that hey things are not fine for tata motors yet you know just because it's breached that 50 ma level does not mean it's sustained that breach we've seen close above 50 ma but we've also seen it just jump down from there so you know wait for a bit Uh, I would say that if you're if you do not want to risk a ton of money, wait till one thirty five levels. Wait till uh, that one thirty five, one thirty eight level to be breached, because that's going to be a very strong resistance. And uh, if those levels are breached, party basically uh, for Tata Motors. And the reason for that, I was trying to find some news also because you know I've said before that generally it's the international uh, sales which drives Tata Motors as such. uh no pun intended but uh, i couldn't find a lot of news so it's probably just you know 
the market finally feeling that oh let's breach 50 ma and if you're wondering just how long term of a resistance this has been the last time it was above 50 ma was uh, except for those short short closes was in may of uh, or rather in april or 6th may of 2019 or so so that was the last time it was above uh, 50 ma the time before that it was above 50 ma was for a very short while actually uh back in 2018 jan so you can see just how strong 50 ma resistance is for for why did i say bank nifty for tata motors so that's tata motors and you know if if it crosses what that 135 line basically in my opinion it is definitely a stock that's worth looking and uh that's my view again I've always maintained Tata Motors great potential. I don't know why they are not utilizing that potential. So there's Tata Motors. The next one, oh, three three minutes thirty seconds only. You know, uh, ranting about how great Tata Motors is and how shit the market has priced it. So nice. Uh, anyway, uh, ONGC looks like a great move, and the news for that. Uh, from what i could see is that the oil minister has said that ongc is free to sell the hpcl stake and uh, you know technically speaking this uh, this move quote on quote was predicted or rather was hinted at on 10th october when we saw almost a spinning top happening from there we saw a positive candle so that that would have ideally been your signal to buy or get into the stock or at least look at the stock as your on your watch list so today you would have been able to make a sweet at least a 4% profit you know it went up by 4.84 let's say that you even made a 4% profit that's great right closing at 135 now the bad thing is that it is at resistance so 3 4 rupees from now it will be facing some very very tight resistance and oh it's actually going to be much worse than i thought no that, that's about that's fine so 138 140 that, that resistance is going to be tough to overcome uh, i'm not saying that it won't overcome that it's going to be tough to overcome uh, because you know that that 140 psych level is also going to be there so keep that in mind ongc again i would not recommend going into it now the move has, the whatever move was going to happen has pretty much already happened it's almost up 10% or so from where uh, the ideal buy would have been so don't get into it for now uh the next one is going to be bharti airtel and now I've, so if you have for some reason not been listening to these podcasts and this is your first episode Firstly, welcome. Secondly, Bharti Airtel was doing great. Uh, in fact, that trend line was super, super clean. It was actually one of the cleanest trend lines that I've actually seen. And uh, the bad thing is that now it's above that trend line. And why is it a bad thing? That that's because uh, you know it might just sort of retrace back and then try to attempt another uh, break of that trend line. Now the resistance for today was four hundred. uh psychological level because the high was at 397 so just 3 rupees away and uh overall very very strong moves we've been seeing pretty much ever since it hit that trend line now the, the interesting thing is that even when nifty hit the trend line it shot up and now that uh bharti airtel is hitting that trend line even that shot up so the thing is the last time bharti hit the upper trend line it fell sharply almost retraced to 
I believe it's it's below 61.8% level. So it's probably going to be uh, quite a drastic retracement now. I'll, I'll try to make a thing. I'll try to retrace it for you because, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't think most of you guys are actually looking at the charts when I uh, talk. So a lot of you guys are actually driving and listening to this or traveling. So this will make it easy for you. And I'm expecting it to retrace down to at least uh 358 possibly hitting that 350 level or uh, 355 level before actually bouncing back if it goes down if it does not go down then great if it does go down that's what we'll see uh that's what we'll probably see let me correct myself so that's bharti airtel the next one is ultra cement and a beautiful climb we've seen Pretty much ever since it was at that 3,800 or 3,860 level. Beautiful climb that we're seeing. A very clean uptrend almost. And uh, it's. I feel that it has some resistance at 4,200. Not just because it closed. Uh, it, or not just because the high was 4,207. But also because we're seeing some other resistance at that. Other resistances being... Uh, you know previous supports which now have become resistances so that's ultra cement and uh, if you are planning on entering in, into it right now wait just you know take a breather and uh, don't don't just enter into it just because it's it's doing great just you know take a breather wait for it to actually uh, you know come to a reasonable level i'd say because i honestly doubt that we'll see that 4427 which is a major resistance uh almost immediately we might see some testing of that 4100 level also possibly even of that 4000 level so you know if if you take almost like a contrarian view then that that would be the time to actually get into it i feel and uh, yeah that's my view and indocent bank now it is up oh so ultra cement 2.28 percent up closing at 4170 uh, in case you were wondering bharti Airtel closing at 393 i think i missed those so uh indocent bank is bouncing up from that downtrend line so if you want to make the most of this move you'd probably just get buy now hold it for a few days few weeks and then you know exit when it's at that upward trend line and uh this is a decent way of actually making money even when the market the general trend is down so indocent bank does not look promising for me or rather to me the next one being sun pharma and uh wow i've actually not even written anything on it great so turns out this will be a live analysis in a way 8ma support from what i can see very clearly and also 20ma resistance closing at 394 so clearly that 400 level also played a lot of uh, you know a lot of uh, well well it held a lot of uh, importance for sun pharma 399 was the high so no surprises there now bajaj auto the next one uh, beautiful support at 2400 or so which is where the ideal buy would have been again i'm saying ideal buy 2437 because that's where the big support levels were so you could have just got in at that time and then made a sweet 500 rupee profit so that's what uh one fifth that's what 20 percent in a few months pretty sweet right 
so that's Bajaj Auto. Now it's retraced now, so it, it does not look that bad. It's since it's retraced and it's bounced back up, it looks decent now. Right now, as it stands, it's not really a good time to enter it because it may just go back down, and we're seeing some uh, you know some resistance from that high also. So wouldn't really get into it yet. Of course, that three thousand level has to be a resistance, right? And it is a resistance, so wouldn't get into it just yet. The next one is Maruti. Looks pretty good on an uptrend again. Nothing spectacular. Bajaj Auto, by the way, closing at two nine five eight. Maruti closing at sixty eight twenty one. The next one is TCS. I know the days gainer list is too damn long, but what can I do? It's a good problem to have, isn't it? Uh, TCS filled in that gap. Uh, still, eight MA resistance is gonna be there, so I'm expecting it to possibly test that two thousand level, uh, possibly even lower. You know, nineteen seventy five if it really is not in a good mood. But uh, overall, you know, not too bearish on TCS at all. The next one is Wipro results for Wipro, so uh, I would not enter into it right now. Possibly just get a feel of how the results are likely to be, and then enter. Uh, and that's that's the days gainers pretty much. Let's move on to the days losers. All right, the losers list being led by Infosys, and uh, it's it's closed at a holy number seven eighty six point one, down three and a half percent. And uh, this is probably because, unlike what I've been seeing in certain reports, dude, guys. The results were not good. One percent fall in profit is not good. Doesn't matter if it's industry, you know. Doesn't matter if it's the street expectations or not. It is not good, uh, you know. It it does not look very, uh, you know, reassuring at all. And that's why I I was reading actually a few reports when I was searching for Infosys news that uh, you know, uh, Infosys slips despite. Uh, as expected results and just that that's like saying you know uh, hey yeah i was expecting this car to just break down that's it's fine not an issue that's not how cars work you know your cars are supposed to run properly and just because your car is an unreliable piece of shit doesn't make it any uh, good of an excuse so <laughs> that that's 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 why i feel it's kind of retarded to actually or rather stupid don't don't like throw lawsuits at me for using these terms but uh, i think it's kind of stupid to um, say that you know despite the results were as expected the market did not uh, gain or the market went down that's because the results are not good you know ultimately uh, the investors or rather you know anyone who's a player in the market will not really look at infosys or any other company which does poorly uh, as a good pick just because everyone was expecting that result and uh, possibly today was a doji because they were expecting that result but it's still going to show that hey you know what is this you know down result negative result that's not how things work and uh, especially because the results were expected to be quite good and that's what we saw on friday what a big move on friday possibly because it was expecting good results but it that, that did not happen and that's fine you know overall tcs still consolidating in that area just above 38.2 fib 782 very strong support so it's actually a great way uh, it's actually a great entry for people because you know you you can buy at 786 and considering that it has potential on the upside you can 
get a quick profit pretty decent one uh, risk obviously is going to be there nothing is risk free in the markets if it is if there is then please get in touch i would like to know your location and uh, yeah it's pretty much infosys the next one bajaj finance um still loading the chart but that's fine uh bajaj finance looks like it's at the fib result now or oh, not the fib result the fib retracement what's happening man see that's the thing every time i record these podcasts at night i end up sounding sort shit right today today uh i've made fewer mistakes thankfully i guess i'm just getting used to it but every time i record it at night i don't know i somehow end up shitting so uh yeah anyway fib retracement support is where it's at 23.6% at 3848 is the price level closing at 3883 and uh down 2.26% so not good but still it has bounced back up from that level in the past so we can hope for uh you know partial recovery at least soon now whether it'll test that 4000 level soon or not uh i feel it will i feel it might just test that 4000 level probably within this week itself if it does not go on a uh you know downward spiral so that's my view on bajaj finsor the next one is power grid uh, no opinion on that but by the looks of it it looks like it's got 200 rupee rather 200 price level resistance psychological one so that that's that and uh it's good did close at 198 that's why the next one is bajaj finsor closing at 8082 down 1.07% and again this is something that i can't really say a lot about because it has it's gone down quite a bit it's yet to retrace uh, that much i feel you know i'll just do another retracement because that will hopefully be a bit more accurate and uh mm, so the retracement is basically saying that we might just expect that 7900 level also to be tested but uh not sure i feel that 8000 level might just act as a good support uh in the past the 20ma has proven to be a somewhat of a decent support but nothing too uh major from what i can see uh but it has not really gone down below 20ma that much so while it has not posted up that much it's never really gone below 20 ma that much so it wouldn't make sense for bajaj finsor to actually sustain sub 8023 levels for that long and uh, yeah that's pretty much it for the days losers now you're going to listen to the qna segment again this has been recorded uh, a few hours back so i might sound different this this time i've actually sounded pretty different because i'm speaking in a much lower tone tone and you know very chilled out and that's because i am relatively chilled out right now uh because my analysis was done and uh you know it it does not make sense to actually say things super shouty right now because it's a almost 11 o'clock and b uh that really messes my throat up so that's the reason for that and yeah anyway I hope you all, I hope you enjoy the Q&A segment and yes hello and welcome to the next session of the uh, Q&A section of Indian markets with KR I am Umesh and I'm going to quiz KR today on a couple of points so today is 14th October and I think it will be remembered at least uh, by me for a long long time for a very sweet reason 
because I had applied for IRCTC IPO and I got the the minimum lot uh, allotment which generally I never get and you know so I was very happy that I got allotted and I was really delighted to see it open uh, at 6 to 6 and close at 7 to 7 what a performance what a debut so uh, let's start uh, uh, quizzing Krunal with this IPO thing Krunal what is IPO? IPO the full form is initial public offering it's basically when any privately held company floats its uh, floats its shares in the public so anyone with a DMAT account can buy them and uh, DMAT and trading account can buy them and for the company it's basically a way to raise funds and for the public it's basically a way to invest in hopefully high performing companies and earn a return on it and sort of uh, you know own a part of the company so it's basically taking the company public okay so does it mean that now IRCTC is a publicly listed company yes all right then there is uh, I think uh, sometimes uh, I also used to get confused there is this IPO and then something called as FPO so because there was uh, for mutual fund there is NFO this is IPO then this is uh, what I mentioned about is FPO what is FPO? FPO is a follow on public offer it's basically like an IPO but uh, instead it's like you know when listed companies want to float more shares they'll do an FPO basically okay understood and any idea what is NFO? (laughs) new fund offering it's basically when a mutual fund opens its gates to investment from the public for the first time okay all right so this uh, what do you think about this uh, IRCTC closing price of 7 to 7 uh, retail investors were given at I think 310 and closing at 7 to 7 do you think that IRCTC is like the next uh, HDFC or Hindustan Unilever if I'm honest, I feel it's too early to tell. Uh, in my opinion, part of the reason why we saw such a big increase is because the issue size was quite small. It's just 600, 650 crore if I remember correctly. And uh, IRCTZ, of course, is a massive company. I, If I remember correctly, their revenues itself are like 21,000 crore or something. Don't quote me on the figure, I might be wrong, but their revenues are crazy big and compared to that the issue size is quite small so i feel that uh, considering that the supply was lower and the demand was obviously going to be crazy because it's irctc irctc yes i hope i said that right so it's it's obviously going to be crazy and because of that basic economics demand supply thing i feel that was part of the reason why we saw the prices go up so high I mean, uh, considering that IRCTC is generally a pretty good company, it's, it's not, uh, you know, it's not a loser at all, in my opinion, in terms of its uh, operations and in terms of how it actually works, in terms of profitability and all that. Uh, 
but I feel that you know a large chunk of the price movement was actually because of because the offer size is so small that you know more people want to buy it but it's just so it's available in limited quantities and that actually might be why we saw the first few trades being quite hesitant if you would have seen you know the prices were almost stuck at that 636 level or something so i feel that you know all of those things point towards that one thing which is basically the smaller offer size all right now you are right 650 crores for irctc is peanuts actually but i'm not really getting convinced with the kind of uh, you know salute that the market is given to irctc because this money the entire 650 crores uh, ipo proceeds is going to the government the company is not going to get a penny or a paisa but i you know as i look back i think one of the re- key reasons why this uh, kind of value has been given to irctc 7 to 7 at market close is because this is one of the you know the, uh, the one of the largest uh, you know transport corporations globally and it is cash rich every single item booked i mean ticket booked on irctc website is prepaid so there is no recovery to be made from any of its customers there is no de- there would not be any debtor unless there is some uh, you know agency kind of thing involved where they may be offering some line of credit but most of its business may be coming uh, you know via cash or credit card or uh, other forms of payment which is assuring the investors that this company is unlikely to face a cash crunch and being a government company it will have to it will have a you know well established uh, compliance uh, rules etc so that may be a reason i am not convinced but i don't want to bother about all that as long as the price keeps going up isn't it yes absolutely and <coughs> sorry for that while we are actually talking about these uh, sort of uh, you know uh, almost conspiracy conspiracy theories and speculation that we're doing i i was just thinking about what you were saying uh, you know why this crazy uh, increase in value was there the skeptic or rather the conspiracy theorist in me says that i mean obviously for any issue to actually happen you need uh, a certain percentage being backed by institutional investors so i feel that since this was a government issue in the way that the government wanted proceeds they might have done some uh, some interesting deals if i can put it lightly and uh, because of that you know it might have been Uh, a sort of uh, play by institutional investors also to actually you know jack up the price so that they do not end up having you know losers on their uh, hands so i don't know this is just something that popped into my mind anything is possible in this world kr and the next question uh, well irctc i'm going to wait till tomorrow morning i will have to wait there is no choice and see whether it holds the 700 level if not uh, i will also be one of the uh, traders or investors who will be booking profit okay so let's move on from irctc gaadi aage chalegi 
आगे चलेगी अगले स्टेशन पे और यू नो दिस इज लास्ट नाइट एक्चुअली फोर फाइव डेज बैक फोर फाइव डेज बैक समबडी हैड मेंशन टू मी दैट यू नो अबाउट अ स्टॉक बाय द नेम ऑफ वेंट इंडिया डब्ल्यू ई एन डी टी इंडिया एंड आई एक्चुअली फॉरगॉट टू लुक एट इट बट लास्ट नाइट आई रिमेंबर्ड सो आई लुकड एट द स्क्रिप्ट एंड वाओ वॉट अ रन एज पर दू नो द्रेडिंग स्ट्रैटेजी दैट के आर एंड आई फॉलो the script was good for buying around 2100 levels and last night uh, when i looked at it uh, it was around 3050 or so 3044 and today today's high was 3244 and close at 3169 50% plus appreciation in less than 2 months so kr the question is agar itna sara acha return mil raha hai to should i now go as per the strategy that we are using or should i increase uh, the quantity of shares that has been bought as per that strategy in uh, two or three companies या सारी कैपिटल एक कंपनी में लगा दू तो क्या कि पचास टका हर दो महीने मिलता रहेगा सो टेक्निकल एनालिसिस कैन गिव दिस काइंड ऑफ मनी सो फर्स्टली इफ इफ यू हियर एनी डिस्टरबेंसेस दैट्स बिकॉज़ वी आर आल्सो ड्राइविंग दिस टाइम वी आर इन द कार दिस टाइम एंड कोइंसिडेंटली इट्स द सेम प्लेस वेयर वी वर इन द वेरी फर्स्ट सेगमेंट ऑफ द क्यू एन ए सो इट्स अ रेजिस्टेंस इज इट well it's it's surely a disturbance i don't know about resistances uh, but anyway so uh, the point that you were trying to make is is technical analysis strong enough and the very fact that millions of people around the world do it is you know proof that it it does work the thing is that you know you you can't really uh, rely on any indicator 100% of the time no indicator will give you the right answer every single time so considering that you know there's always going to be losing trades and if you've been following me on instagram last night i had posted a video which basically talked about how simple indicators can also yield pretty decent profits and uh, before that i had actually talked about how risk reward ratios uh can be so important because you know all of your trades can never be positive you know 100% right no one is 100% right and because of that you know if you're saying that hey you know what if i actually put in more money into these companies you will be taking a lot more risk at the same time you know the chance of you making a profit will be higher consider you know assuming that you stick to the system but you will also be taking in that additional risk so If you are prepared to take that risk, then go ahead. Otherwise, do not. No, my opinion is that you know, you will suppose if I buy script, uh, say A B C D, uh, will it also give me fifty percent return in two months? 
No, not every script is gonna give you Why? crazy returns because that's not how the market work. But the, I will follow the same system that uh, you know this uh, Went India gave fifty uh, percent. Even then, it will not give. Even then, it it might not give. I'm not gonna say it will not give. It might not give you. There is of course a possibility that you will get fifty percent in a week. You will get fifty percent in like two weeks, but. There's also possibility that you might end up losing twenty percent in, uh, oh. you know, one week, two week, one month, whatever. So that is always going to be there, and because of that, it's not particularly wise to actually get uh, to increase your capital just like that, uh, unless you are actually prepared to take that risk. And of course, all companies move in different ways. If all companies were moving, you know. Fifty uh, percent in two months bases this indicator. Then uh, we would per- perhaps be in our own private helicopter right now or something. So of course that is not how things work. And some might give you fifty percent, some might give you five hundred percent, and some might give you negative hundred percent. Also, it's entirely possible. Okay, thank you, Krunal. And just a word of caution that. we are neither recommending went india nor uh, irctc we are definitely not uh, sebi registered we are only uh, learning from the market every day every hour every minute and trying to make living out of this now the if somebody is already in went india a word of caution is that i think this script is likely to turn around very soon because in my view it is around uh, resistance level it may may not but uh, just a word of caution well on that note uh, i am hoping that uh, irctc is going to cross uh, 800 plus tomorrow and it is going to make a fortune for uh, many people who have multiple lots in place all right krunal uh, we'll take your leave on this uh, now and get back to the listeners with uh, a couple of more questions in tomorrow's episode bye bye happy trading bye